feel it coming in the air yeah. And the screams from everywhere yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill It's a dangerous Stop. love affair Can't be scared when it goes down Got a problem, tell me Stop. now Only thing that's on my mind Is who gon' this town tonight What's going on everyone? Welcome to the Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Radio Show uh, we are in studio. This is Demry Lachey, along with the Quam, Mr. Kwame Lassender over here. Uh, even though he therapeutic, he set up his <laughs> microphone. Uh, it looks really surgical. Uh, yeah, it looks surgical. It looks like you're about to do some real surgery. I don't know if he's trying to keep himself away from the Ebola or if he's no, keeping you know the microphone away from the Ebola. But I um, try to figure out how I get a, a cold sore in my mouth. Like I, I've been. Like, how did I get a cold sore? Then I realized, I think I touched that microphone right where you are right now. Hmm. Um, Monday. Not Monday, but uh, last week. I think I touched it last week. What was that, Friday? Yeah. So um, that's the only thing I could think of. So now I'm putting a mask. Now every time I come here, if I can't find or buy me one of those uh, foam cushion (laughs) mic covers, then I'm going to have this surgical mask over them all the time. Yeah. This is crazy, man. People come in here and they have to talk on a mic, but they be so close where they like kissing the thing. Like their lips are really on it. Yeah, and that's that's nasty. That's why I try to keep my distance and try to, you know, pick up the voice so it can follow. But I'm staying away from all mics. Uh I guess you could say if you're catching a cold sores from microphones. You, you can't you catch a cold from people cough like you said, people cough yeah, on people these things. People can't cough and their voice and their spit, whatever yeah. the mucus come out on the microphone, no matter if they're sick or not. That's how you mm. can pass away, but Right now, yeah, you, you look like you're about to go into surgery. Yeah, but it, it's going away. Though I've been putting that uh, brave on it. I've been going hard on that brave. I've been kicking it up there like, like oh, like how women wear makeup. I've been putting tons of it up there. <laughs> women put too much makeup on. Yeah, they do. Pretty girls and beautiful women put too much makeup on. And you don't have to do that. You're already beautiful. Yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, I've been kicking that brave on. Is like, oh my goodness, it's been, it's been good to go though. That's all good, man. I'm, 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 I'm over here on Kwame's side of the table usually, so I feel like I'm the John Stockton. He's the Carl Malone today, <laughs> him being under the, under the weather, uh, taking care of cold sores or whatnot. But going into, uh, you know, we got plenty of sports to talk about. Uh, it's a big baseball game today. Big, big, big day in baseball, I should say. It's a great day to be in Kansas City. I tell you that much. Oh yeah. And the Royal fans are, they've been turned up ever since these boys made the playoffs. You got to be careful with those Royals guys because they, they, I was listening to, uh, I was listening to a sports radio and, and it kind of made sense what they were saying. Um, I was excited about the game. I was excited about the Kansas City, but I didn't take it into the fact that, you know, getting to the World Series is a win in itself, especially how the San Francisco Giants continue to do it. Three, was it three out of five years? Yeah. That, man, that's, that's awesome, especially when they come out of nowhere to do it. Right. Especially that second and third and it's third time, they're coming out of nowhere to do it, especially at playoff. I think both teams had a playoff game in to get into the World Series. But you got to be careful when it's that excitement when you feel like you had already arrived into winning the playoffs. And and I think the San Fran, not the San Fran, but the Kansas City Royals got a younger team than San Fran. But the experience that San Fran has can kind of stalemate. And I'm looking for a good baseball, pretty good baseball game tonight. Right. And I got to find somewhere to watch it. It is Taco Tuesday. <laughs> I know you thought I was gonna forget, but it's Taco Tuesday. We get, we can go tonight. Yeah, well, <laughs> me and Kwame made a little wager, and you know I lost again. But the second time, I'm gonna stop betting. No, you, well, it's not you. It's just yeah. I'm smart. 
It's not, it has nothing to do with you. I'm sometimes the luck of the Irish don't come through at the end, but sometimes it does on the other end. That's why so. I, don't, I don't believe in luck. But the baseball game, <laughs> if I, I wish I was in Kansas City oh, yeah. tonight. I really do wish oh I was in goodness. Kansas City. I, I don't know where to go Kansas City. I've never been, but what? I know I'll be right down the street down, from the yeah. stadium, wherever the Royals play and where the Chiefs are located. That whole, because the Chiefs section is incredible. Their fan support is incredible. Right, right across the street. Stadium is right by each other. Yeah, and the Royals, you know, I mean, their fans are, I don't know if they're the same fans. Obviously, they, they must be. Because if, you, if you're from Kansas City, a small city, it's not, it's not your big major city like a and like a Phoenix or a L.A. Right. So you're going to get a lot of support, especially in that Midwest town. So, yeah, I would love to be in Kansas City. And that's right crazy now. you're calling uh, Phoenix major because Phoenix is getting to that point of being a major it's, city. It's top six because, in population. Yeah, because so. you have uh, – now you got the five major sports too. Look, look who's Absolutely. doing well. These are teams doing well. The Arizona Cardinals 5-1, they're doing well. Regardless of what you think of the Cardinals, uh, they are playing ball. They're playing football. They're finding a way to win football games. They all start coming out to buy, going into Denver, loses that game. And they bounce back and they win some games. They're 5-1 yeah. and one right now. You got the WNBA wins the uh, championship. Yeah. They they consistently ball. You have the Rattlers won the championship. Yeah, Suns basketball is about to start up. They look they're going to look good. First game is next week, I believe. But they have they have one more, one or two more, right? <coughs> preseason games. Yeah, they got they actually have a preseason game um, tonight. They get some TV time tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. Uh, I know tomorrow they they get some TV time. They uh, hosting the game on ESPN. They're uh, traveling to LA, so it's a good oh, gr- great time to see. Yeah, great yeah. time to see that Clippers organization without Donald Sterling on TV again. What's <laughs> an uh, uh, ugly Muffet girlfriend? Look right. like you ever watched Solid Gold? You remember Solid Gold when you? No, there? man, I, that wasn't my that era wasn't my era. era. That wasn't my generation. So you wouldn't know who Madam is. I sure do not. I can Google it. <laughs> that's what I learned in my generation. I had to Google everything before me. So. That's why your generation can't spell. <laughs> Tell me about Madam. Man, she looked like she's a she was a um, she was a. Like a, a Muppet? Muppet, yeah. <laughs> she was a Muppet. Um, I know Miss Piggy. Now nah, she was uglier than Miss Piggy. Oh, she was man, a Muppet, but she was oh, this was you Google um, you Google Madam on Solid Gold, and that looked just like uh, Vivian Ste- whatever her name Steviani, yeah. Steviana. Looks just like <laughs> her, man. That's crazy. And he's well, yeah, you're right. You don't get to see him on the sideline with the Clippers. Now you got that energetic uh, software company owner. Who's gonna be out there? And, and and you looked at his press conference when he introduced the team. They were looking at him like, "Guys, calm down a little bit." Right. But he has that much energy. He's excited about it. He always wanted to have a team. Just this fitted the right. This situation was the right one for him. Now the Suns got to go out there and do what Chicago Bulls. You see the Chicago Bulls and Cleveland Cavaliers. I caught the highlights and Man. I caught some stats and read the recap. So mm-hmm. that was. That's how you get ready for a season. Bulls lost, right. but that's how you get ready for a season. Well, they were out. Jimmy, they were without Jimmy Butler too, right? But, but it seemed like they they really took it to Cleveland. You know these the big three or whatnot. I didn't, I didn't know Kevin Love. There was no signing in Kevin Love, but <laughs> I looked at you know I was making sure that he was even playing in the game, and he had thirteen rebounds, nine points, but and he also had thirty five minutes in that production and nine points, nine points and thirteen rebounds. Yeah, but he's well. You know what? He got to get in what he fit in because he, I think he's going to be all right going down the stretch of this, uh, building this team, the chemistry of the Cleveland Cavaliers. 13 boys is not bad. 13 boys is not bad, but but you, you I would like to see 20 points with that. Yeah. I'd like to see 20. But how you get 20 when you got Kyrie Irving, LeBron James? Um, well, who, when who, you consider the next, the, the, the top 
uh, power forward in the game. That that should be an automatic. I mean, fifteen should you should get fifteen in your sleep. Fifteen and fifteen would be great. That'll you should get win. that in your yeah. sleep when you're considered the best power forward, if not the top top five power forward in the basketball in the, in the game in the NBA. And you only ended up with nine and thirteen. I know it's preseason play. I know you got a whole new team, a whole new unit, right. but that's expected. You know, when you're a top three um, power forward, power forward, or anything at, at any posi- at your position. You got to dominate that that paint. That's what you know, LeBron and the boys are expecting. But uh, yeah, to go along with uh, that game, you you look at another superstar uh, across the court with Derrick Rose and putting up thirty points in twenty four minutes. That's really efficient. Shoot, I think he shot like twelve of eighteen. Yeah, I mean that that shows that he's ready. Because um, you know that they don't. I don't think even though it's a preseason game, they're not going to take this game lightly. They know these two teams are the best two teams in the East, and they're going to come out with a statement in this game. No, regardless of any, like, athletic, I think, uh, of game or competition, no matter the preseason or season, when you see your rivalries in the preseason or, you know, regular season, you're going to, you know, you're going to have that extra push, that extra go. And I right. think Derrick Rose definitely bought that out, tried to make a statement like, look, and I, I could put up 30 in 24 minutes. When I Wait want to. game day. Wait till right. I want. But you know what? I, th- I think his 30 in 24 minutes is – Hopefully it doesn't isolate the rest of the team because when that we're looking at a team, the Chicago Bulls, that's predicated on defense and Tom Thibodeau having it being one of the defensive-minded coaches in the game, but they were getting to the playoffs without Derrick Rose. Imagine they didn't have that offensive power. They was getting there because they was keeping teams under a hundred, right? And they were able to put points on the board themselves. And Joe Kimnell spearheaded that. Uh, Joe Kimnell spearheaded that that whole movement because he is that defensive presence that the Chicago Bulls have. So now they have Derrick Rose, and they were able to, 24 minutes, give you 30 points. Right. I hope he – he's not going to be able to maintain that because we we had questions about why is he playing in this um, uh, this United States – Yeah, the FIBA championship. FIBA championship game. Why is he doing this? And I always thought that, you know, as long as they could control his minutes and get him basketball-minded, get him basketball-ready uh, to play. So – because his coach was on that staff. Right. So it moves him right into what the Chicago Bulls were trying to do. And don't forget they had Powell Casal over there. So I, he's – he's the problem with him that the Lakers had with him was his defense mm-hmm. or getting older. I think Powell Casal is still going to be a serviceable guy for the Chicago Bulls. He definitely will. And, you know, with him and Joe Kim Noah together, to go along with your point, they – they're two excellent passing big men that you would need. Yeah. And it will open up a lot of uh, angles for Jimmy Butler to get the ball uh, along with Derrick Rose. You know, these guys are two slashers that once they slash to the basket, it's hard to stop one another. And then at the same time, they could pop out and knock down big time, open up threes. And if you double team like a Pau Gasol, he could kick it over to to the corner with Doug McDermott. Because they have great Brooks. body control. Yeah. They get into that pain. They have great body control, but I don't like those little guys uh, go get into that pain with them big boys. And how you come down can uh, have significant problems if you come down wrong. And you in there with the you in that forest with those big old trees. Right. But you have to be, he have to be more careful. As long as he's on pace, or as long as the coaches monitor him, and he stays on pace to his minutes can be controlled. He's not Derek Rose. Derek Rose is still a young guy. Yeah. Now, when you talk about controlling his minutes, that means controlling his. His his going up there trying to jump out the gym like you have to control Kobe minutes, C- control Kobe minutes so he can stay healthy longer. Control right. Derrick Rose minutes so he don't go out there and just try to win the game on his own, knowing that what he have and that's just probably just the absence of being away from basketball. You want to go out there and feel like 
especially after he signed a big contract and then he was hurt for two years in a row. Mm -hmm. So he want to go out there and prove himself. And we know this guy can play, but you just got to work yourself into that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we we know he can play, but I, I just hope he finishes what he started. You know, like I, I've been a big Derrick Rose fan since he was in high school. Just follow him and everything that he done. And to see him go through an injury like that, you just hope guys like him can bounce back to it. Uh, never been never been a trouble guy or nothing like that. So, you know, it was a lot of speculation with him back in the FIBA and playing in the FIBA mm -hmm. uh, championships. And, you know, they controlled his minutes in game. But I think the reason why they really kept him around is Tom Thibodeau wanted to see him uh, compete. And not just against, you know, your regular uh, Bulls players uh, during camp. You know, he could have sat out and just went through camp and played against Etwan Moore and Aaron Brooks in practice. But, no, you get to practice against Stephen Curry, yeah, Kyrie Irving, the elite guards that's in the NBA right now. Some guys you're going to have to deal with down exactly. the road. Exactly, and that we are expecting you to dominate like you did before you, the injuries occurred. Right. And I think that really gave, you know, uh, Derrick Rose a real boost going into the season. I think it had to. You know. and, and I'm excited about the um, the basketball season because of the changes that were made, the the the, the free agent frenzy that where everybody wanted Carmelo, uh, oh, yeah. LeBron. Where were these guys? Miami Heat. What were the, what was going to happen with that team? Right. Indiana Pacer. What can they stick together? And then you have one of your your top players go down with a compound fracture, exactly. and he's talking about he's going to play this year. Yeah, he was he was shooting around. He was yesterday. That is great that he's on the comeback. And his his leg, your leg is still soft. You you talking about yeah. basketball, running up and down the court, man. They they I think basketball players have to be in some of the best shape. They run up and down the court, and you have to play defense. So if you play def defense, you're working on both ends. Yeah. But that bone is not healed solid. It 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 broke the first time, so it was a freak incident too, and it broke. But that was a compound. His leg was going another direction. Right. Like the guy from uh, what was it, Kentucky or Louisville? What was yeah, it? Yeah, uh, Louisville, Kevin Ware. Louisville, yeah. Yep. Come on, man, it's tough. I, I would not <laughs> want to watch an Indiana Pacer game because I would not want to see that happen again. Yeah, I tell you what, when I, once I see him, you know, walking around without crutches and taking jump shots, I mean, I, I think that's amazing in itself. It's what less than three months ago, yeah. this guy broke his that's leg. Crazy. He must have went to Japan or China and got I don't some, know where he went. some medicine. He Germany. Had one of them Kobe Tiger Wood doctors, maybe China, Germany. Yeah, one of them German doctors for sure. But, you know, to to the level of where Paul George put himself, um, I mean, it's no disrespect to his ambition. What did he change his number to? 13. 13. 13 PG-13. 13. PG-13. Watch out. He, he won't shut up on Twitter, though. He's young. What do you expect? He's, he's my age. That's what we there, do. There you go. That's what we do. So age for stupidity. No, not stupidity. It's just age for what how it is now. <laughs> Times have changed. Search engine. The the, the the search the mobile the yeah the technology, the technology we're, yeah, yeah. we're technology kids I, I'm so not, we, I'm not a, I'm not opposed we don't to have me uh, see guys back back when you were around back when you were playing you know your days your your younger days when you was my age you had your your media outlet was newspaper and, and uh, AOL. In well, AOL it used to be slow too but that was the slowest it yeah. was slow man yeah I I, I Missed out on a lot of homework but it, but it, and um But think about this. In college, when I was in college, man, you had to go to the library. Really? Yeah. You, I mean, you had you had you had computers mm -hmm. and to do certain things. But you know, I got my laptop in front of me right now, and I think how fast this thing moves. I put it in Word. They try to find a word for me because it correlates to what I usually search for. Mm -hmm. I didn't have that type of technology back then. And so imagine when other people were in school else before me. 
<laughs> like for me. So that was in the, so I was in college in the nineties, early nineties. So right. God, dang, early nineties. When I was in college, you weren't even born. No, I was born. You was just born. You was yeah you ninety. Was just, you was just born. Okay, you was just getting your college <laughs> days in. That's, I was born. I was there. I might have yeah, been. I might not have been dang. relevant. You know, <laughs> learn how to walk yet, but I was. I was off the Similac. I know you, that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know about that. Oh, you talking about when I got out? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because so, I, I spent an extra year and in college. And was there, man, I ain't spent that much time on the... Man, I wasn't on the bottle like that. Mm. Ask about me. But <laughs> go well, along. PG. Go Paul back to PG-13. You know, no disrespect to his ambition. You know, he want to come back. But the level that he set himself at the bar in the NBA world, you just can't uh, hop up, I think. You just can't hop, it, hop up and go... Jump around, uh, try to get back playing playing this year. I mean, your team is dismantled. D- David West went out with an injury what, last right. couple of days ago in their last preseason game. He just needs to settle down. Just sit down. Watch. Let Roy Hibbert develop. Let him get himself together without you, Paul George, and see how this new team is going to correlate. Roy because Hibbert, you're the leader. That guy right there. Man. Uh, yeah. That guy right there. I've never seen somebody who stands seven one seven two. Get no points in the game, and then get five points in the game, then get no points in the game. <laughs> that, that's you, you were saying. If you're in the top three or anything, not that he is, but you seven two, you should be able to get a mass fifteen yeah. points. Yeah, he's the and they got they got to take him fishing. Yeah, he's the top three in massive people in the NBA. But yeah, th- yeah, you got to take your, you got to take that big man fishing. Yeah, just so he can scare the fish away. <laughs> Maybe he needed that confidence. Somebody needs he needed to be scared. He needs to scare someone else. He needs to toughen up. That's what he needed there. Yeah. So, you know, back to like we were saying about PG though, real quick to end it. Um just sit out this year, man. Just just take it slow. Go sit down. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't sit out. I would come off the bench and do a little oh, something, you know, something. You can't disrespect him. No, man. no, that's not disrespect. He's a starter. Definitely it was and I was I used to call him a superstar. He's now. on his way to superstardom. Until he got hurt. Until he got hurt. Well, I coming with him bringing him off the bench. I think that's pretty disrespectful. You didn't do that to Derrick Rose. Why well, do that to Paul George? Derrick Even though Derrick Rose, Derrick Rose is an MVP, yeah, yeah. he's an MVP. You talking about he ain't want no MVP. <laughs> but I'm, but you have to figure a way for this guy to work himself back in, and not just come back and say I'm healed. Let's go full speed. That's why. That's what I mean by working him in. Yeah. Coming up, we're going to take a quick break here. But coming up after the break, uh, it, was a, it was a football game, competitive football game, weird football game last night, Monday Night Football. Man. Uh, we're going to talk about that up after the break, along with more sports coming at you. This is Kwame Lasseter's morning sports talk show. We'll be back. I don't know why I said it. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. The job of a professional athlete is never complete. In Life After the Game, host Lamar Campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world. You'll understand the goals, motivations, and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career. Tune in to Life After the Game with Lamar Campbell every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
Lockdown Coverage. Get ready to talk sports with the big guys. Tune in to Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis every Tuesday for the inside and outside of the business of sports. Keith and his guests will provide expert commentary and answer all of your burning questions about your favorite team, the players, and what's next. It's time to have fun with the game. Listen for Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis and his favorite co-hosts every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The talk doesn't get any hotter. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. internet flagship station for sports voice america sports welcome back to the Kwame Lasseter sports show uh, I don't know why I said morning before break but we because we do this all day every day uh, yeah we just play one of Kwame's college classic hits I don't know you, you don't know nothing about that I definitely don't want to know anything about that. For real. I, that song right there. Yeah, I know that song. Who doesn't know that song? What is it? <laughs> you want me to sing the you you want me to go and sing the song? I don't want you to tell me who the group is. It depends on which which year it was. <laughs> if it's the chickity check yourself before you really wake up. That ain't yourself. no DOS effects. They, or it could have been the Diddy version. You I'm know? talking all original. I'm talking all originals. When I talk music, I talk original. I ain't talking about the remix on a per- puppy. <laughs> That's all he did. He the remix king. He the reason why that song is irrelevant? the original song is irrelevant. That's not true. To my oh oh, oh. yeah, to, I wasn't done. To my era, to my generation. Yeah. Because you know why? Once that remix come out, and then you hear from the whereabouts that there's the original song before that, and you go listen to the original. And you song. go listen. To, that's where like a lot but of if this, you're a music connoisseur, you go find out. You, what you go? You go find out where the music come from, anyway. Yeah, it's the same thing, though, right? Nah, you saying the same thing? Nah, not what really. Do I try not to. I try not to say the same thing. <laughs> you just hit it right on the head. <laughs> you just mentioned the same thing, but you know, to go along, uh, come back with more sports. You know what? That guy. Who was that's that? what I wanted to talk about. I don't. I don't think we got to talk about it yesterday. Uh, Randall was it the running back in Dallas? You know, he got rewarded for being a thief. No, how? He got rewarded for being a thief. He was a... Uh, what did he do, get an extra carry in the game? I think it's called Me Undies. Let me look it up. Me Undies. No, he didn't get an extra carry, but he has a uh, he has an underwear contract now. He has the underwear contract. Yeah, oh, my God. Stealing underwear. Well, at least, now he, at least now you know he ain't got to do the most stealing. But look, but, but, but what do you say to the kids? Now, for, first of all, football. Kids watch the football, and they go crazy on the sport, and they highlight violent hits, but they teach you how to play a whole different game. What do you say about the kids when they get in trouble? Enjoy the five finger discount. <laughs> I'm going out there and steal. The it's okay because I'm gonna get. I can get a contract. I can go steal some underwear, but I can also get a contract out of it. I can get an endorsement deal out of it. Learn from your mistakes. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing. I don't know if that. Yeah, you got to learn from your mistakes. <laughs> but uh, I mean, no, this guy. But, come on, he got four hundred, five hundred, some thousand dollars in his. If he finished out the year. 
but then he goes and still I don't know what I can I can speculate on the reasons it, would it be funny on why he had to go get some cologne and some underwear yeah I, I can speculate on that but he he stole ended up stealing out of Dillard's and a week later less than a week later he has a meat undies sponsor deal to recoup some of that twenty nine not all of that twenty nine thousand dollars that he was uh, fined for. You think Jerry Jones has something to do with that? Absolutely not. I don't think that Jerry Jones would do something crazy like that. Although he's crazy, I don't. He's think he crazy. Never, yeah, I don't think he'd do something crazy like that because that put a bad light on his team, on his franchise, and he've already had that light on his franchise when they was doing drugs. Right. When they were when the Dallas Cowboys went from being a good football team, a great football team, to well, everybody on the team doing drugs. Not everybody, but they, too many of the guys on there was cocaine issue, marijuana. <clears throat> They were doing drugs for no reason. He was already the best in the world. What you need that crutch for? Yeah, well, this underwear is probably going to be the, I don't know, it's probably maybe the cheapest underwear in America nowadays. Just because you ain't got to, I guess, you don't have to steal this underwear. You can definitely purchase it, I would believe. I wouldn't buy it. I wouldn't buy it. <laughs> no, just I definitely I, wouldn't buy it. Just because of that Neanderthal. Yeah. Because they, because of the brand, because of the brand, went out and got a guy who, you, you know, you promoted him stealing yeah. meat undies. Let me see if I can find this underwear company. <laughs> Men yeah, underwear, women underwear, 20% off on your first pair. Men t-shirt. Let me look at this. Boot it better part. be the cheapest. Yeah, man, they probably made this in a garage. <laughs> But going along, uh, last night, man, I was watching the Monday Night Football. I checked it out for a little bit. You know, I was switching that on and off with watching The Voice. You know, I got to gotta watch The Voice as the battle rounds going on. Oh, I thought you liked um, uh, Breaking Bad or something. You man, watched. Breaking Bad, it, it ended about a year ago, two years ago maybe. And they did five strong seasons. I never watched it while I was in school, but I caught up on it on, like, the Netflix. Watched every episode, every season. And yeah, it was incredible. So now I, my, my series of watching it on Netflix is over. So now I'm turning back to regular television, see what <laughs> see what else is on. But yeah, I do follow the voice. Oh, so I can watch Breaking Bad. I can read. I can go see all that stuff, huh? But yeah, you definitely can. Oh man, we just put up the me meundies dot com and uh, Randall. He man, he has the me undies hat, the me undies socks, hey, the, men's briefs. Scroll trunks. down. He got a if you know how to use that uh, type of computer. What you mean, man? This is down. my gener. This is what I do. <laughs> See, you had you probably had to get classes get taught about. I took no. how, you, how to teach you about this. I took computer. a typing class in high school. I, I never. I think I taught myself how to type. I just needed the basic where you put your four fingers. Oh man, he has <clears throat> packages and everything. Well, this material, I mean, nothing really stands out. Uh, no one's going to steal this. Mm-mm. I guess you could say. <laughs> no I one's going to go to the store and steal this. Man, I go to Ross and Target and and. Uh, TJ Maxx get underwear for cheap. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, name brand underwear if that. Yeah. Or name brand material. You know, that goes, what I'm going to buy some expensive underwear. Who going to see them but me? <laughs> well, I mean, I might have a few people that might see my underwear. <laughs> well, ain't nobody. I ain't trying to let them <laughs> see my underwear. What's I, gonna say? I was going to say something before I was uh, I really interrupted myself. You were talking about that game last night. Man, I hey, lost man, it. Wasn't that fantasy. the weirdest game ever? They scored three touchdowns in like a minute. Pittsburgh in two minutes, well, less than three minutes, they scored twenty four points, twenty four unanswered points. 
Fish Pitch, uh, Fish Pitch, uh, what's his name? Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan Fitzpatrick. What do you do with him now? They're what 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 is they're three and four now. The Houston Texans. I think they're sitting second they should in the AFC four, South. They should be five and two. Easily, they, they easily should two. be five and two. Heck, maybe even uh, six and one with the Cowboys because I think that Indianapolis game when they made that comeback, oh, they, got some they late, just came up short. Some lace thongs up in here. <laughs> I think Kwame's about to put his fair share into the me me undies. Absolutely not. This is like some stuff, look out man. for me undies. <laughs> no, I'm tell you what I got though. I did get a uh, somebody want to send me some clothes. Go ahead. Let me stop being rude. Yeah. So anyway, watching that game, watching that 24 points second quarter, uh, watching Antonio Brown do trick plays. I mean, it was just uh, pretty much embarrassing. The Texans and the efforts of that run that they had in that second quarter. Uh, Houston did come back, bounce back after that, finished the game with 23 points, and still had a chance to win the ball game. Still right. had a chance to so what's that say about tie the game. I mean, Pittsburgh, they had to do this. They had to bring out all the weapons they could. They've been struggling in the red zone to score the football. <clears throat> and you see they even went through trick plays and put guys in motion. And they were they, – they were desperate to score points. They're desperate to score points in the red zone, and they obviously pulled trick hats hats out tricks out the hat in order to score points against the Texans, in which they gambled. And you know, a lot of a lot of these coaches now are getting. I don't want to say luck, but right. they're, they're smart about when to take the chances and executing them. Pittsburgh just don't look like the same aggressive defense. I mean, they got this. You still got guys running to the ball, but they they don't look like Pittsburgh. Like, I'm gonna show up and we're gonna smack you in your face. No, because the guys who set that tone of that Pittsburgh team was a, a Troy Polamalu, who's a much older now. Ryan Clark is not there anymore. Right, he's in I Taylor's not on the field. Uh-huh. James Harrison, he's about sixty years old out there, still trying to make a pass rush. Larry Foote is now with the Arizona Cardinals. Mm-hmm. That whole dynamic of that Pittsburgh Steelers, the Steel Curtain defense image has have definitely changed. Uh the intensity on that defense is it's very young. There's Mike Tomlin he's trying to pick it back up the best way he can. But you're not gonna you can't depend on a young defense when you have experienced offense. Especially with Ben Roethlisberger and um, you know, with Pouncey on the O line and Antonio Brown, good wide receiver. Who killed me last night in my fantasy. Uh, I was you know, <laughs> yeah, no, he didn't yeah. kill me. Cam Newton killed me, but go ahead. Cam yeah, you got to get stinks. rid of Cam. He, he played but too he's much. number one in the in the uh, NFC South, so yeah. But the South stinks. <laughs> the South: New Orleans, Carolina, Tampa, yeah. Atlanta. Come on, ain't nothing coming out the South. No, that's bad. And it, it, those are some good. Those teams have some. I was looking for Atlanta and Carolina to battle that out. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, you know what. And New Orleans. Yeah, and New Orleans. And I New can't Orleans. even count New Orleans out of I that. I thought New Orleans was going to be a number one. The way they looked in the preseason, I thought they was going to probably lose about four <laughs> games this season. So what are they going to do with that team, that New Orleans team? You talk about the football down south, the NFC South. Mm-hmm. What are these guys going to do with that team? If they can't win and, they, and they're not the prominent or that team that you could talk about like you could talk about in the conference of New England, the Jets, the Buffalo, and Miami, and you talk about New England, if New Orleans can't be that team you talk about in the South, if they can't be the Seattle and the Arizona Cardinals, you talk about it. You, well, look at look at the AFC, NFC West. Yeah. You could talk about three, four teams out of that. Right. But, they, but 
What are they going to do with the New Orleans Saints if they're not winning this year, if they don't win this year, if they don't get in the playoffs? And, and we, I think we talked about yesterday, it could be a 7-9 team hosting, <laughs> hosting somebody or, or probably going into a playoff like the Green Bay Packers did last year. Yeah. And with the Saints going along with your point, what they're going to do, I think they should give Drew Brees some help, some more help. Give this man a dynamic running back in the backfield. What? They had Sproles there. They had Sproles. Which is an incredible, which the dynamic athletic position of a running back that you were that you are looking for, who's explosive, explosive. He did it all. As, yeah, who can do it all. But they do have a Pierre. Pierre's still there, right? Pierre's not the same Pierre I he like was during though. the Super Bowl run. That's true, but I like that guy. It's time to. And you got to find a running back, though. Yeah, because uh, I mean, you definitely do because it's going to open up the passing game for Jimmy Graham to dominate like he's supposed to. Like a lot of like you, they're not making no. No structure of the run game. Your run game open up your passing game any day of the week. It's always going to no, – I don't care if you average three yards carry. If you run the ball efficiently, you're going to open up your passing game without a doubt. Play action is going to be amazing. Right. And here's why I say the New Orleans Saints, they, they're getting what they deserve because you should have paid Jimmy Graham as what you used him for at high percentage in a slot receiver. You used him for a receiver because you created uh, – Matchup problems when he was out there. Well, list him as a tight end and say he's a tight end and keep him in the box. But you mm-hmm. can do whatever you want to because you have the scheme offensively. You have to put him in motion. Nobody can cover this guy. No. You, you put a linebacker up there, he's going to run right by him. You put a corner up there, he's going to jump over him. You put a safety over there, he might be too too strong. Or, or You're talking about a basketball guy who could box people out. Yeah. I would when you put when you have problems on the off season signing guys, you never getting ready for the season. Cause you got to deal with contracts. You got to deal with uh, you got to deal with the trying to smooth things back over the way they were, and that's not the case. Cause now I'm looking like you really didn't want to give me this money, but you gave it to me. Right now, I really don't want to be here. I could have got this anywhere. And that's the same to say about <laughs> their uh, they paid their defensive end. I think it's his first year being a Pro Bowler. They got a young defensive end. Uh, they pay him mega bucks, and he hasn't. Shown any light of what he's done that he did last season, and so you giving guys big bucks off, what giving you a, a great one year, maybe two years, yeah. a good off season, and these guys are not performing down there in New Orleans. So I think you know you got to start off building that defense once again, and along with uh, you know like I said, like giving Drew Brees a dynamic player. Like I would love to see because he doesn't really need no more receivers. I like Kenny Stills. I like Marcus Colston. Those guys are dynamic, and they got the uh, the rookie out of Oregon State and uh, or Crooks or what's his name Brooks. Yeah, but you know Mark Colson, he fumbled to an Atlanta game, and they yeah. they had that game wrapped up. If he don't fumble, Atlanta don't kick a field goal to win that game. So we, we talking about the New Orleans Saints like they're not competing out there, but you yeah. know they they having mistakes that a veteran team like that shouldn't be making. Yeah, I mean they're they're competing hard, but they're just getting beat. They're not like Carolina where there's no right. competing at all. And I'll I tell you that because the reason why I would say Carolina's not competing, how you go from being the number one defense last <laughs> season to not even being to being in the bottom five. And not stopping anybody. Not stopping a soul. And, and, and the head coach, which I thought he did a good job of bringing in some offensive-minded people because they run an offense a certain way, but – the head coach is a defensive guy. Ron Rivera yeah. was in Chicago, played with Chicago, coached Chicago, went to San Diego, had that defense ranked, had the Chicago Bears defense ranked highly. Then he gets the job 
and Carolina. He does the same thing. And does the same thing. It's a great defense out there. Yeah. Is it is, is it the absence of Greg Hardy? I don't understand. I don't know. You can, I don't know. That, that's one guy, but you do have – that's one guy to make a difference. Because look, yeah. look what J.J. Watt's doing. Absolutely. J.J. Watt's doing over there. Um, and one guy can make a difference, but you have – one guy could be that guy in the locker room that gets, or in practice, that gets everybody on that same level. Yeah. And I think Greg Hardy is that for the Carolina Panthers. You know, the great linebackers always say, I think some D linemen to make me look better. They, D linemen make me stand out. You know, yeah. Ray Lewis always talks about uh, the D linemen he had in, in yeah. Baltimore. And so I think the same thing happens with Greg Hardy and Luke uh, Keekley because. Mm-hmm. Keekly, his gaps are – he's getting double-teamed now. Clark Kent, Superman? Yeah, Superman. I mean, he's making he's still making plays downfield, yeah. which is incredible, but he's making every play. Greg Hardy was there to get some sacks, get some pressures, get right. some tip balls, make the uh, secondary look better than what they are because right they're getting exposed left and right, and they're with no pass rush. And you can't cover all day, and everybody no. knows that. You, you, you can have a great – you can have a defense like the – Arizona Cardinals, you can have a secondary group like those guys. Yeah. And you wonder why they're 31st or 32nd against the pass. Right. But, but look at all the injuries that happen with those guys, the front seven, linebacker and D-line guys. Look at all the injuries the Cardinals have. And you think, God, you got Patrick Peterson, Antonio Cromartie, Rashad. You have uh, uh, Jenny. What's the, uh, what's the other guy? Let me see. I got his. I'll tell you right now. Tony Jefferson, mm-hmm. Dale Buchanan. Mm-hmm. Justin Bethel, two-time Pro Bowl on special team, but was listed as one of the top corners in that program, better than Patrick Peterson, better than uh, Bruce Arians. And they 31st or 32nd against the pass. Because of that front seven, uh, to, to your point, Hardy, you know, guys like that um, complement the D-line because of the linebacker's position, but then safeties and corners could do the same thing with the linebackers, but it's not getting done in Carolina. Right, and that's why we're talking about them not being one of that. Uh, they are. They probably leading the uh, NFC South. They number one in the NFC South, but that's I mean, not saying not, a whole yeah, lot. Yeah, you're not saying much at all. Right. I mean, that's leading the top, bottom of the half of the football league. Hmm. Nobody's performing over there. Um, you know, before we go to break, uh, it's a lot of some big games just coming up. It's a game Thursday night, huge game. Uh, Thursday night, we're gonna go to break and. We're going to bring Junior Spivey. He's just now calling in, and we're going to get him on the line when we come back from break. Uh, this is Kwame Lasseter, Sports Talk Show. We'll be back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Sports. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you? It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you ready for a show that's all about what goes on behind the scenes and how it relates to what you see on the field? 
Tune in for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective on the Voice America Sports Channel. Our guests will bring you the stories, the opinions, the expertise, and the inspiration behind what you hear in sports news. Find out what happens next. Listen for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective, live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to talk sports with the big guys. Tune in to Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis every Tuesday for the inside and outside of the business of sports. Keith and his guests will provide expert commentary and answer all of your burning questions about your favorite team, the players, and what's next. It's time to have fun with the game. Listen for Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis and his favorite co-hosts every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The talk doesn't get any hotter. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. I'm here to taste of the sweet Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show. We do have Junior Spivey here on the line, uh, World Series champ. And I know he he's probably loving this time of the season. It's the you best think? time, man. It's the best time. This one, guys, uh, it's, it's the last go-around, that last We what, talked last about tournament. going to Kansas City. Yeah. Yeah, Junior, we talked about going to Kansas City this week. And why not? <laughs> I mean, I, I, don't, I don't see why not. You know, them, them fans down there, I, I say it because them fans down there are crazy, man. They, they've been all over TV, every network, every sports thing I turn on. I see Kansas City Royals hats everywhere, more than I've ever seen in my entire life. And the support down there, I was like, man, why not? Since 1985. <laughs> 90, yeah. man. 90. Well, man no, 95. Just, well, no, because 1985, that's when they won. Okay. Midwest okay. has a, they, they, they just get it when it comes to sports. Uh, you look at Missouri, the, the, the sports fans that's in Missouri. You have the sports fans that's in Kansas. They get. You look at the Jayhawks basketball. Yeah. You look at Chiefs football. They they support them no matter what, man. And when you when they're winning, dude, I'm telling you, man, some of the best fans you'll ever see. And that's the Midwest so I, too. I just think, uh, you know, that city, man, with having been the, been in the playoffs since '85, I mean, it's a big deal. It's a big deal for that whole city. Yeah. That, that Midwest, Kansas City, man. Kansas, Kansas City, Missouri, it's the same. Oh, yeah, it, it is. Olathe, Kansas, that whole area. You must know something down there, something about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Overland Park. You know, I can, I can name off a couple places there. Yeah, you did, and you be naming some good places, too. I was yeah. I've been in Kansas, yeah, going to university. Yeah, I, I, I need I, to go to the, the known places. I've been see. all over Kansas. <laughs> Pittsburgh, I've been all over Kansas. I ain't even yeah. know. Man, you just... He's, you know, Isaac Butler, he's been all through Kansas, so he, that's his second home. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's uh, Kansas. I, I find myself in places like, well, what am I doing? How I get here? What I'm doing here? <laughs> this is when in college, though. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, here? okay. I was about to say. But, but I'm going to tell you one but, thing, though. Just Kansas in general, they have, I would put uh, the junior colleges, sports, up against any any junior college in the country. I, I like, would, when too. When it comes to conferences. Yeah, Jay Hall conference. conference out there. And I believe, if I can, re- if I can recall right, um, Wait a minute. that's the name of the conference. It is. Wait a minute. Oh. Conferences in the country. You're choosing them over the state of Texas, JUCOs, in the state of California, Absolutely. JUCOs? Absolutely. They I'll win national championships. Any one of those. 
right. Uh-huh. I, I stand, I stand right behind that conference up against any any conference in the country. Yeah, Denver, you talking, talking about basketball, football, baseball, you name it. Yep. Yeah, I thought Texas is like the number one spot where you you guarantee the golden ticket. The Jayhawk conference is was cold blooded. Is why is why I decided. I'm let me let me go do a year there. Let me go do some time yeah. right there. Public County, man, I mean, they're legendary, dude. When it comes to basketball and football mm-hmm. and even baseball, Butler has put them out year in and year out, man. They put them out. You go there, you're going somewhere. You do something in that conference, man, you're going somewhere. And that's, it, that's real. And it used to be um, NEO. Uh, oh, yeah. It used to be, uh, yeah. remember uh, remember uh, Nassau in New York? Yeah, uh-huh. you had the uh, you talk about down in Texas, but you had the NEO and down in Oklahoma. Yeah, they got the NEO. Their conference has what NEO blend. Yeah, uh, what's the Huntsville? It, it, it was a it was a college in uh, Huntington. Kansas. Was about Huntington? They're pretty good nowadays. Which one in, in California? The one in Kansas. I think it's Huntington. Not in Kansas. Nah. I tell you, every one in Kansas. It's the yeah that, that conference. I'm talking about conference. <laughs> you can name school. It's the top man. The conference. I put it up against any conference in the country. That's that's Dodge City, Garden City, Hutchinson. Hutchinson, that's the one I was thinking of. Oh, okay. okay. It's, it's, some, it's some good good players come out of there. Coffeyville, Butler, and then you got Coffee. then you got you got um shoot, what's the one um it's another one, man, but it's not in the conference. It's not in the football conference, but it's in their basketball conference. So that conference is kind of extensive when you mm-hmm. talk about that Jayhawk conference. Yeah, that, that, the JUCO uh, athletic competition in that area is is it's incredible. See, I uh, still think um. It being, it being so great, but if you got a kid that's right there that probably need that other year, I still suggest sending your kid to a uh, military school for a year because you still have five years to play for. Yeah, and you don't lose your you don't because you don't lose any of your eligibility. But when once you go to junior cl- college, your clock starts. See, that's the same thing. I was yeah. that's that's what I was about to ask. You know, still even with that great competition level, though, you don't want to miss out. You can learn a lot, like Junior said, through baseball, yes. basketball, football. You can learn a lot about that game and the competition you're playing against rather than going to a prep school, I think. Well, it's probably play baseball and basketball. Okay. So, yeah, depending on what school and, and you go to. My thing is, man, you know, for freshmen, unless you're that guy, like I said before, you're going to sit for two years. And why not go and play and, and get your skills, tighten up your skills, play in big, big games that mean something that's meaningful so you don't get overwhelmed once you get to that D1 level. Mm-hmm. That D1 Football and basketball—that's a whole other monster. That's yeah. a different monster. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, you, you start playing in front of a hundred thousand. You know you can get overwhelmed real quick, man, and get caught up in the, you know the big lights. You know the big time football games, man, like that Notre Dame. You know Florida, Florida State, State game, game. Man, that was, to me was a national championship game. If um, I'm watching, that was one of the best football games I've seen in a long time. Yeah, See, I like I agree with that. Game. Yeah, and I like doing the season when you can get a possible national championship game matchup out of two or three games during the regular season, and then you still have that big game at the end of the year. I like when the season's like that because you have competitive schools. Now, if you don't go to a, a junior college, you don't go to a prep school, if you go to Division One, mm-hmm. I think every kid should redshirt. If you, if you, yep. I think you should redshirt. Get the lay of the land because what Spivey said, you, you're not going to be ready for that big light. You're not going to be ready to go right into football and then learn how to find your way around campus. Although you're there before most students are there, on, on the offseason during the summer. But r- take a red shirt year, learn what's going on, get your 12. I think you can go up to 13 credits while being a red shirt. Yeah. So get your 13 credits, and then you're headed to the game. You red shirted. Well, I think certain sports you should red shirt. Basketball, I think 
uh, go right doubt, into you it. You got to go right into it. Uh, you, just because the way the, bat, the game of basketball mm-hmm. is, you know, once you miss out a year on the, of that flow of the game, uh, that competition, the hearing the crowd around you, you got to get used to that. Uh, since you could come in off the bench and you know you get about ten minutes uh, a night or whatever. Right. But well, yeah, definitely with football, uh, maybe even baseball, just um, just because you know it's that lock position. Once you're a starter, and baseball, you're out there the whole game. If yeah, you get baseball. drafted high in baseball, they expecting are they expecting you to play or they gonna put you somewhere to see if you're ready to put you against some some bigger some better hitters than you were in high school? Because you get drafted in high school. It'd be great if you come right in and play, mm-hmm. but you're guaranteed about ten millions these days. So they they're gonna send you right to a what is it, Spivey, a triple A or they gonna you, yeah, with the high school kids for the most part, he'll go to low A. Uh-huh. Unless he's really, really good and he's he's something he may go to high A, but it's only a few that can you know, you very seldom you're gonna find a guy that's gonna go all the way to the big leagues. You you gotta go through the system. You gotta you know, and, and through the system there's two thousand minor league at bats for the most part. And I forgot what the innings is uh, for a pitcher, but you know you got to go through the system, man. And that's basically like going to college in a sense. But you got to go prove yourself. That, you know you're playing on that level. But if you're if you go in the first round, more than likely, hey man, you're you're that guy, and you know you can play at that at that level. And you, you get know, two thousand at best. You're considering your draft in the first round. You go to D one. Your freshman year, you're an impact player. So you can step right into the campus and you'll start playing right away. What's two thousand at best? Is that about two years in the minors? That's that's, that's approximately four years. Four years. Four minor leagues. Four years. Three and a half. Four years. Man, man, that's that's no, ain't no way. That's crazy. <laughs> but but if you that guy, you're a first rounder. Well, if you that guy, you can shorten it to two. You'll be there in two. But man, yeah. Like Bryce Harper's, the Bryce Harper's and the Mike Trout's guys and, and the Kemp's that can get there in two years. Uh huh. I mean, that's a fast track. Yeah, because you're playing against grown men. You're playing against guys that's been in the league, in the big major leagues, you know, ten plus years. You're playing against those kind of guys and and, and some of those big time players. So, uh, you know, it says a lot. If you can, if you can get there in two years, man, that's great. But for yeah. the most part, on the average, I say it's three to four years. Spot, let me ask you something, uh, Demery. We were talking about this. Uh, the running back for the Dallas Cowboys got in trouble. You know that he stole a cologne and an underwear. Uh, Within a week, he got an underwear sponsorship. You, what you what you say? What you think about that? <laughs> I just can't believe that. Did he, did he just try to steal the polo? He had to have some polo drawers, man. Polo t shirt. I mean, but you know what I he was doing? He was. I don't know, man. It's hard for me to believe that he he actually tried to steal steal those underwear, man. I just I'm thinking he had to have gotten to pay for it. And they just got him, man. No. Oh. There, there is no accident in stealing polo draws. There's no Gucci accident. Cologne. How you going to go that right to the polo? <laughs> polo and Gucci? You're going polo to two different Gucci. sections. Yeah. That's no accident. That was planned. <laughs> he planned that out. He a running back. That's what you're supposed to You planned it out. He a running back. He an idiot. Blow. He an idiot. He what? got 500,000. Yeah, he, he needs some help. Man. But, but, you, don't, but you don't agree. You don't agree with uh, me undies. <laughs> giving, well, me undies on both sides of it. Do you, do you agree with him? Taking that sponsorship or being sponsored by MeUndies. I mean, it's money in his pocket, but what do you say? I mean, truthfully, no, I, I don't agree because with that, it's sending a bad message to the kids, man. Right. And it's sending a bad message to all these other guys that, hey, you know, maybe if I do this, I steal these draws and I'll be okay. It's a, it's a bad message. I don't agree with that. <laughs> I, I, I totally don't agree. I'm sorry. I don't. Yeah, man. I don't know, but it's Because it's... the message they send me, you know. Yeah. Crazy. It's crazy. Did you so? No, now we all know this past weekend the big trade happened. Percy Harvey getting traded, and then being talked about as being a problem in the locker room. 
Now, there's been some word that came out, some comments that's been made. Uh, I was listening in on a sports show this morning, and Chris Carter was on there. And he announced, you know, that, you know, Chris, Chris Carter, Carter got always, connections. He always got something he, to say, though. Everybody going to come to Chris Carter if they yeah, have like something to say. Yeah, like his life was so clean. I remember this guy oh, in yeah, college. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Kwame. Like, yeah, his life was so clean. I remember this guy was on drugs in Philadelphia. I remember him coming out of <laughs> Ohio State on, on some stuff. Come on, man. He, yeah, he, he, no, he's, but, he's old. I mean, I, I hate – this is what I don't like about sports and sports. Uh, and I'll say, when I, you know, sports media. Yeah. You know, the guys that lead the game, they step off the field, and they act like now they have a microphone and a camera in their face, and they act like they were squeaky clean. Right. And they wasn't. They had issues the same way. And now they're criticizing guys, and they're going out to people and, and, and not understanding, man, hey – I always say attitudes can change, the talent can't. Right. Talent does not change, but your attitude can change. I mean, guys, you do stuff. Chris Carter, man, man, dude, this dude <laughs> has done everything in the book, everything. And then he changed his life. When he got that second chance, he changed. Right, but you know what? Because I played against him in, uh, in, in, in Minnesota, and and he was revered as this Christian guy. He was, and I was balling that year too. Ninety, it was ninety-eight, one of those years. Yeah. Uh, so, so little JJ McClessy said, "Hey, Chris, you better watch out for Kwame." Chris said, "Who?" I said, "Okay, you'll find out who before this game <laughs> over with." Then we got him on the field. I, he tried to cut me, and I was on the field just cussing up a storm. Like, wait a minute, I'm thrown back now. I'm shocked. Right. I'm shocked. You, he you was come, a Christian man before. And I understand because I've seen some Christian guys separate that from going like Aeneas. I've seen Aeneas play like an assassin. But you mm-hmm. think, man, this guy's a Christian guy. So you, you put so much on who he is as a person outside of what he does for a living. And you can't put the two together. So that way you get a little shocked. But I always called uh, Chris Carter. I always say he had the best hands in the league, but he was a hypocrite. <laughs> yeah, man, guys, they forget, man. I mean... So you can't forget, you're too critical, too quick to judge people, man. You're too quick to judge people without understanding, hey, if they're kids, kids are going to make mistakes, and they continue to make mistakes until they grow up. Yeah. And your talent is going to allow you to get that second and third, fourth chances. If you don't have the talent, nobody's going to take you. They're not going to give you a second and third chance. You have, to have, you have to be blessed with some ability to continue to get those second, third, and fourth chances. Otherwise, they wouldn't waste their time. You bring something to the table that they know on the field, you can help them. They right. just need you to clean your stuff off the field. And that's, that's going to allow you to get those second and third chances. If you didn't have no talent, you, you made one mistake. That's it for you. You're done. And you might have been You're saying done. something about um, Percy Harvin that we just went off on. We just, mm-hmm. You might have been saying something totally yeah, different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would you know, never mention you know, like, How do you be so critical to T.O. and all these other guys that made mistakes, man? And you, dude, this dude was a man. Boy, I'm saying his, his nose wasn't clean. No, literally. I believe it. Literally. I would never mention that man's name. You know what I mean? Like he didn't just drink Kool- like Kool Aid and drink water and Gatorade all the time. And he exactly don't, don't be so quick to criticize these these, these guys. They're not perfect. I would never Come mention on. his name. And he wasn't perfect either. <laughs> I would never mention his name ever again on this show. Oh, Percy Harvest or no, Chris Carter? I'm not, not mentioning his name. Now Chris, guys, uh, the money, <laughs> the man, that microphone, yeah, that camera. And the money The air condition It'll change They get in that yeah. air condition They lose their mind There's a bunch of guys used to yeah. fight. There's a bunch of guys Used to fight for the NFL When they got When the NFL found out Who was the fighters mm-hmm. They hired them And they got in that air condition Gave them a little money and they, they forgot what the fight was 
Yep. <laughs> he forgot what the fight was. Percy Harvins, if you're going to talk bad about him, and I heard uh, Pete, I heard. Um, yeah, Pete Carroll it, saying Pete Carroll it, was a, it was a team vote. No, basically. it wasn't. And then team, he said. Team situation. And then they asked him about it. He said, well, he's a Jet now. So. Right. And that was the end of the conversation. Right. I don't believe that because that they, they, said, they said Marshawn Lynch was upset about it. Russell Wilson was even upset. They said Marshawn Lynch, they didn't even get on the bus. They didn't get to on the, the game. He, he almost did not get on the bus during yeah, the game. But how you do that, and that's why they lost, because you, you got some oh, emotions yeah. that don't come with football. You don't cut a guy. I've seen a guy cut before the game. We was going to Dallas. He get cut. But oh, wow. You got motion. He get cut for Andre Wadsworth because yeah. he was set out the whole and year. we talking him. Percy Harvest, so you know it's going to get talked around the locker Man, room. Man, we need to see. We need yeah. Yeah. My thing is like this, dude. You got, 20, you got no five seconds, with, with, with um Brandon Marshall. They did the same thing with Brandon Marshall. When guys are competing, they want to win. And they want to win, and they may be vocal. And, and, it, and it comes down to some of these coaches feel like if they can't control you, they got to get rid of you. a problem in the locker room. Well, unfortunately, we got to get out of here, man. We got to okay. get out of here. It's, it's, was they Tuesday? Yeah. Taco Tuesday? I get my tacos at night, Demery. Kwame <laughs> Lasso Sports Talk, Demery Lachey, Junior Spive on the line. We'll come back and we'll talk to you Thursday because we're going to take tomorrow off. We out. for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. <laughs>